Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lunch with Leah, episode 230. Hi, everybody. I always worry that I don't have enough to talk about, and then I come in here, I got two hours nonstop without a breath. <laughs> Today I'm dragging, so I have to have my coffee. In my, I hate when I wake up in the morning and Donald Trump is president cup. <laughs> Don't tune out, I'll change the subject. So what's going on? Well, I was in LA recently and my plane, of course, had to be three hours late. So I got in late at night and then I had to get up early the next morning because I'm renovating the kitchen and I'm doing some things with Jeff Lewis. Tune in this season. You'll be surprised. I think things have taken a little twist there. And uh, then I did his radio show on Friday at 8 in, it's 8 in the morning. That's like, oh my God, I have to almost stay up all night to make that one. You can catch it on demand. Jeff Lewis Live with Leah Black. I've been on there a few times. I think I'm going to be on there a lot this summer. And then we did some filming. I think you're going to literally be shocked how it all turned out. And uh, so that's what happened in LA. I didn't really see, I saw Ronnie and Brendan. And other than that, I didn't really see anybody because I was so busy working. Now Jeff's asking me, what is my thought? <laughs> I'll have to tell you later, Jeff. He just texted me. Uh, so then um, my house under construction. <clears throat> RJ has a recital this weekend, the LA house. RJ has a recital this weekend in the University of Miami for his piano. So he's going to be amazing at one o'clock uh, this weekend. I don't want to say the day. I shouldn't have said that. And school's <laughs> going to be out next, well, like in two more weeks. Yay! I feel like when school is out, oh, lipstick on my teeth. I feel like when lipstick, when, lipstick when school is out, thank God I have my fabulous Leah Black mirror. I feel like when school is out, I'm out. Juggling the tutors, the SAT, the ACT, the college entrance stuff you have to get through. That's not, it's kind of due some of it now, even though he graduates in a year. And his attitude of mom, I have senioritis when he's only a junior, meaning I'm tired of school and burnt out. It's a lot. I don't know how these parents with two or three kids do it, especially like a single mom or if you're on a real tight budget. It's a lot, ladies. I feel for you. Don't any, don't ever let anyone tell you that um, that if you're working at home, you're not working. You're working. I had to train RJ on how to do laundry. I said, RJ, you've got to learn how to do laundry this summer before you go to college. He goes, Mom, you don't know much. There's a thing called fluff and fold. Can <laughs> you believe that? Really, RJ? Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get up, go to fluff and fold. Who's going to pay for that? And uh, we're going to tour some schools this summer. And I just found out, oh my God, how exciting. You know, I love Watch What Crappens, that podcast. And I love the guys behind it, Ronnie and Ben. They're so funny. And Ronnie's really a close personal friend. He's the one I always see when I'm in LA. 
He's super, super talented. He's a fellow Texan. They're going to be in uh, Montreal at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival on July 27th. They're performing at 5 p.m. And for more information, you can go to hahaha.com, watch What Crabbins Live podcast. But listen who all is going to be there. Kevin Hart, Trevor Noah, all the bigs are going to be there. So good for you, Ronnie and Ben. No, I'm not talking to you. Okay, there, now. Oh, speaking of kids, yes, you are. Speaking of kids, listen to this. I found that, you know, I just read stuff all the time. I can just read my life away and never get out of bed. Um, Five things your kids remember about you. I think this is really important if you're a parent. And if you're if you're not a parent yet, you will be. Or if you're uh, if you're a kid, think about too. Look, oh, you're going to think about these things when you think about your parents down the road. Number one, times you made them feel safe, you know, protected them, whatever. Times you gave them undivided attention. Well, we know they like that. <laughs> how you interacted with your spouse. So they observe that. That's why they say the cycle doesn't break. Mm -hmm. You know, like I guess if the husband whacked the wife, then, you know, the kid picks that up and they, that's a role model for them. So in my house, it'd be Roy studying his files all the time (laughs) and me being addicted to to the political news. (laughs) That'd be RJ will be. Uh, Words of affirmation and words of criticism. So always try to affirm more than you criticize. And family traditions, things you do like that's hard at my house. Everything's so damn random. So what tradition? Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Buy a turkey. Oh, my God. So let's go. Shall we go to celebrity news and the royalty? Or should we go to the housewives? Should we go? What should we go to? Oh, I think I'll go to this in political news really fast because I think it's just hilarious. It's not anything specific to Trump. James brought this in today. Look at this. This just is this is what these guys are doing in Hawaii. <laughs> in the middle of the what is it called? The volcano eruption. Oh they're playing God. golf. And you know what it makes me think of? If there's a nuclear holocaust, Trump's gonna be out on the golf course playing Trump, uh, playing golf. I mean, I can't even believe it. All right, so the news broke in Housewives yesterday in Atlanta that Phaedra Parks will be rejoining the cast. I'm happy to hear that. She deserves a second chance. She's got those two kids she's raising on her own. She's contributed over the years to the show, and good for her. And uh, apparently Candy's no longer blocking her. I don't believe that it was Candy blocking her. I don't think anybody has that much power on these shows. They always pretend they do and like to think they do, but they really don't. It's a, it's a group decision by the execs and the producers at Bravo. But anyway, and uh, she's saying in tip-top shape. That's true. She's been working out. She looks like a girl bodybuilder. And uh, yeah, she's been modeling, you know, and so she looks pretty. She's always been pretty. Uh, She came under fire last year after admitting she spread inflammatory accusation rumor about her co-star Candy and her husband Todd planning on drugging someone, their mutual friend, in order to take advantage of them sexually, which wasn't true. But bought Portia, yeah, but by the way, Portia spread the rumor too, and she didn't get any punishment. So that was what was off about that 
for me. And then, you know, she did apologize for it. And she said she's apologized and apologized. But, you know, it's so funny, these girls. I don't know what it is. They get on these shows and instead of just being authentic and letting things roll, that's what I like about Jeff Lewis's uh, flipping out. It just, they just roll the cameras and you're just doing what you're doing. They don't contrive anything. They don't plan anything. They don't plot anything there. You know, so just be yourself and don't plot and contrive and plan. And I think the shows that do that are much better. They're more organic. They're more fun. They're more, more authentic. Real Housewives of uh, Orange County, Dawn Ward's daughter, Taylor, shows her incredible bikini body. That's not Orange. See, that's Chelsea. Chelsea. Remember, Dawn came here. She came here where her daughter's been um, obviously in Dubai showing off that hot little body of hers. And Luann Deceps claimed that she slipped drugs the night that she was arrested for assaulting the cop while drunk. Well, that's a new defense we haven't heard before. Mm -hmm. So now she was slipped drugs on that night. Well, they're going to have to go back and look at the videos in the bar and who was she in any room with? Yeah. And that's a very interesting defense. Mm. I will keep my mouth shut about it. Mm. Vince Roy helped her find a lawyer. But that guy that she was with, she knew from a past. Right, had, she had met him before. This was her second one night stand with him. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh my God. So that's really strange. That's a, allegedly a defense. Dorenda took to Twitter to aggressively um, tweet uh, Countess. I don't know why she's still the Countess. She's been married. She's not the Countess anymore. Dear Luann, are we to take advice from a pal who got so wasted that she punched her then-husband in the middle of a restaurant, followed by assaulting a law enforcement officer, then jail? You almost got to love the complete lack of self-awareness. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I don't know. I guess, you know, she, because Luann was giving advice about, I guess, some relation. Uh, oh, about yeah, her about marriage her drinking. and her drinking. Yeah. 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 You know, they had the, the thing with Bethany last week with the drinking. With yeah. The drinking. And uh, then once that came, that episode aired, they went to social media and Luann was giving her advice. Oh, and she came back and said, How are you to take Ooh. advice from you? Ooh, then Carol slaps back. Ouch. My friend claps back at Luann's advice giving R-H-O-N-Y blog, she says, Cinderella had her glass slipper and the Countess has her glass house. <laughs> Carol is very clever. She's a good writer, you know? I, lo I love listening to her, her little stories and her writings and so on. Anyway, and then it's uh, blah, blah, blah. It's always, someone says, it's always funny watching one idiot talk her to herself as two different housewives, indicating that they have multiple accounts and that they're doing stuff. What is this fake news? What are they, Russia? They got a Russian intervention over there? Uh, and then dinner, that dinner at Dorinda had here in Miami with Michael Capone, and she went off the rails. Well, I'm going to clear, I'm going to, I am going to advocate for Michael Capone right now. Michael Capone, back 15 years ago, has started this organization called Global Empowerment. And he has shipped literally hundreds of, I mean, literally 20, 30 million pounds of items to Haiti and all the, uh, the, the Caribbean islands that were devastated throughout storms and things over the years. And when the 
Puerto Rico hurricane came, they were shipping, they were one of the first ones to be shipping cargo mounts of things to Puerto Rico, and he's the one that coordinated all those uh, ships, those cargo ships, and they, we're the, we've been sending them tents for how many months now to send down to Puerto Rico when people didn't have homes. He's the real deal. Yeah. So he's sitting there after spending 15 years of his life spending thousands of loads of things to Haiti when no one was interested in Haiti. I remember him coming to my house talking about Haiti and I was like, Michael, this isn't in anybody's radar. I can't believe you took this on. And we've helped him over the years and he's just the real deal. And for Dorinda to sit there and belittle him like she knew more than he did about Haiti and Puerto Rico, I was just so out of line. However, she was drunk, you know, she was drunk. It was, cr it was very cringeworthy. And Bethany did call her out on it saying, you know, you're drunk. Uh, and she is, but I just can't tell you enough about how much Michael, Michael Capone's done a hundred times more than everyone else combined when it comes to Haiti and Puerto Rico. There's just no question. Well, the viewers are agreeing somewhat. They say that uh, Rosa Linda Rendez said, poor Dorinda, I love her, but she doesn't seem to drink a lot. Uh, Margaret Skeloff said that that was a good one from Carol. Yeah, um, going. And uh, Rosa said Carol's the bomb. She thinks that Bethany handled it all very well. Um, and uh, they said also t thank you for taking time to tell us about this incredible man. So, oh, what man? About Michael. Michael. Oh, Michael. Oh, no, he's incredible. And you know, a you know, good for Bethany for stumbling onto him because she could never pull all that without him bringing in the trucks and the boats and the shipping and the receiving and the, uh -huh. the thousands and thousands of pounds yeah. of stuff. And she played a small part in it, but really, believe me, he he is the one that has yeah. been on top of that for 15 she years. She all the like FaceTime for it, but he really was, he did uh, the work. Yeah. Well, she did a lot, but you know what? I think he wanted to let her take some of that credit because it brought attention to his cause Absolutely. and that's really all it's about for him it it's all about it was good for both of them they both yeah it was good for the the community too you know we did our little part with the tents oh well and then uh back to i was gonna the real housewives of beverly hills is wrapped up so i was just gonna give you my little reader's digest unsolicited opinion outtakes oh i didn't see that i, I can barely keep up with it Lisa Vanderpump, I think she came out okay this season. She predictably played it safe, and she always looks glamorous, but she didn't get down in, in the gutter and stir up any gossip this year, you know? So, there. Erica. Erica showed that there's a side of her that people don't like. On the other hand, I think she's very authentic. She's to the point. She sees things clearer than most people. She doesn't attach a bunch of stories to every conclusion she draws. That's just her conclusion. And she stood her ground and she brings a tremendous amount to the show. And she looks incredible every time she shows up. Some of the costumes go a little too far. But anyway, Kyle delivered again you know she at the reunion she started crying her heart out about her sisters and everything but she's kind of predictably playing it a little safe too she delved in a little more than lisa but they've been around a long time and they've kind of <laughs> let let some of the other girls take the punches lisa renna she she was just eating popcorn enjoying the season i think she's just like you know what they came at me last year. This year, I'm just going to watch them fight it out and just sit there and eat the popcorn and drink the champagne and laugh about it. 
Uh, I I don't know. She almost slipped up in one of the outtake scenes. Oh, that. she did. Because they even said, "You think Lorena stayed out of the fray this year?" Yeah, she well, did. Look at this lunch uh, that happened at Camille's house, yeah. and then they showed that, and she was she was going after Lisa. Well, Dorette is the one that really brought most of the drama this year. Yes, she really did, yeah. and because of that, you know, you bring the drama, and you get, drive the ratings up, and you be who you really are, and you make a fool of yourself, <laughs> and then of course you're the one the audience doesn't like. But the cast should really thank her and appreciate her because had she not have brought all that conflict, there wouldn't have really been much to watch other than beauty and glamour. Then Teddy, Teddy should be sending Erica Jane flowers and champagne because Eddie, Teddy would have been like the potted plant with a smile on her face. But because Erica attacked her, it gave her, uh, you know, a platform to bite back and people got to see who she is and how she reacts to things. So, you know, that's my read on the whole season. I always love that show. I think it's fun. I don't think you have to get mean and nasty and fight and pull hair and flip tables and pull wigs in order to be entertaining. I think just being fabulous and glamorous with the backdrop of Beverly Hills and the producers do a great job. That's enough for me. I enjoyed it. To R-H-O-C, no, <laughs> Kelly Dodd is now close with Shannon Medora. Shannon is close with Jeff. So Kelly goes on Jeff's radio show and breaks her Bravo contract by giving away storylines on the upcoming season. And now everyone's mad. <laughs> when we were they were calling in they were saying you just keep spilling that tea we're loving it and a lot and the whole audience jumped behind jeff yeah. they were like don't censor jeff no. you let jeff be jeff we want to hear the backstory you know but i, I was trying to help him too. they're like tagging bravo and telling them that's not the right that's thing not the right here. thing and i was trying to help jeff yeah. go back and listen on demand to jeff lewis show i was trying to help him I kept saying, Jeff, maybe you don't want to talk about all that right now. <laughs> but he just kept going. Anyway, and Vicky said, Kelly says, I didn't give away any storylines. Vicky had her boyfriend go to page six and they gave up the whole thing. And then uh, anyway, she says, but I get punished. Oh my gosh, whatever. And, what? And the fining and all that stuff. It's like, oh yeah. You know, it's yeah. so crazy. It's crazy. Well, you know, I, here's how I think about that. I don't necessarily always agree with it, but if you sign a contract and you make an agreement not to do certain things and you do them, then there are consequences. Yeah. Now, I don't really think she meant to break the contract and I don't really think she did. Most of it was already out in the public, but the fact that she had agreed not to have a reaction to it and let the reaction show on the show in Bravo's mind, she kind of, she did break the contract and they probably want to make an example out of it. You know, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Oh yeah. That they've probably been a little lax up to this point. So she's going to fall on a sword. Gonna, you know, yeah, uh, I told uh, I told Jeff he should call and take responsibility and try to get her off the hook. You know, so she should have to pay the fine. But she learned her lesson. I love Kelly. Kelly to me is she's just full of personality. She's perfect for the show. Yep. Lalit is re Lalit is reporting that the Housewives of Melbourne are going to be uh, added to the U.S. summer lineup. I've never watched that before. Yes, I won't be watching. So it's good. good. It's I can't even believe it. It's a, it's a, so they've shown it like the first two seasons I've and never then they watched held it. up the third season because the women went to the exact same vacation trip in Dubai that the Beverly Hills women did. Oh my it, god. It's very similar to that. Group. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. 
This is my important call. It's, it, it's Obama calling me now. <laughs> hey, can I call you in about 20 minutes? <laughs> okay, tell me. Yeah. No, but what is it? How long are you going to be in the meeting? Oh, he's going to call me back. This is, you know, our big deal that's cooking for two years. <sighs> I dance for my dinner, people. I don't have an easy life of champagne and caviar. You know I dance for my dinner, and that was one of my dinners. Uh, okay, Bear, where was I? Oh, Danielle Staub is getting married. Oh, back to that Shelter thing. I've never watched uh, it. Melbourne, oh, Melbourne, Melbourne, Melbourne. That's in Australia, that yeah. one. I've got to watch that. I love that. It's help. usually on Saturday at noon. Uh, well, who's going to watch that? Yeah, well, that's they got to put it on at a decent time. Well, I like that Helvetica that goes on the radio with Andy and talks about the news from Australia. I, he's like my favorite. I love him. He's hilarious. Uh, Danielle Staub, listen to her wedding gifts. A Versace bread and butter plate for $200. You would like that. Those are mine. <laughs> <laughs> right. James is a Versace nut. Hermes charger tray for $705. Wow. You know, you can't get anything. It's ridiculous. Cristoffel Espresso, five spoon, $390. A little espresso thing, which was pretty. A little silver Cristoffel. Remember, Cristoffel flew in all that silver from France for our big, huge. $30,000 party that we filmed at the Housewives and they didn't even put it in. Oh, Remember that? Oh when, it, when Frederick got on his knees and professed his undying love to his current wife, pretending, pretending to ask her to get married and they didn't even put the whole thing in. <laughs> uh, for an Saudi umbrella, I'm going to be like Kelly Dodd and spill all the beans. Uh, umbrella stand for $1,465. She must have had some pretty damn impressive guests there to pay. I never buy $1,500 wedding get for anybody well, what I'm wondering is, is like where is she gonna be living because they went to her house and the kitchen was about as <laughs> my first studio apartment so I'm like where are you gonna uh, maybe they're well then you know that? they're gonna live oh yeah where are they gonna put all that you know they're gonna live in New Jersey yeah. listen they'll probably put on eBay in about a year <laughs> no. a pair of Baccarat glasses for $590 do you know I have 30 of each of the Baccarat short, medium, champagne, water. I've probably got 200 of these glasses. I had no idea they were, they so were worth $250 a glass. Yep. I had no idea. I should I put them, I should save them. I mean, sure. unbelievable. I can't, I bought them so many years ago when they were affordable and people gave them as gifts. Uh, so, something for, I don't know what it is, a Mackenzie Child's owl tassel for $98. Now that's an appropriate wedding gift. That's, <laughs> that's something. I probably would have given. Jonathan Adler, oh, uh, like a sculpture, it was $398. And an Hermes leopard vase. Would you believe, um, what's his name gave me that same vase? Uh, and Gein. I have that vase. It's, I didn't have any idea. It's $3,625. My house is a museum. It is a museum. Between the Baccarat and the crystal, and then a Lalique elephant. $550. I didn't even know you could get anything for Law Lake at $500. It must be small. Yeah, it's tiny. Yeah, it must be tiny. very tiny, but it's lovely. I like Law Lake. Yeah, I mean, I've got I got so much law. I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh, back to RJB. I forgot this one. Uh, Carlton Gabbiat's house is uh, up for sale for $22 million in the 90210 Beverly Hills zip code. The palatial Gothic-themed mansion is on 75,000 square feet of Beverly Ridge Terrace in Beverly Hills, which means it's probably in the flatland and doesn't have a view. Otherwise, it'd be way more than that. But remember that Gothic-style house from 
Car Carlton. Mm -hmm. You know, people didn't really like her. I liked her. I didn't, she didn't bother me. And Project Runway is coming back to Bravo, and yeah. they seem to be very happy about it. Yes. The one that got away is yeah, coming back. And celebrity gossip. Well, let's just point out our friend Brandon is Brendan from E is there. Yeah. Uh, Ross Matthews is there covering it from the E red carpet. I love Ross Matthews so much. <laughs> he is so hilarious. And I was reading about these former dresses. Listen to this. When Princess Elizabeth and Philip Botton, Duke of Edinburgh, when, uh, got married in 1947, her bridal bouquet went missing on the wedding. The floral arrangement disappeared after the ceremony, leaving the future queen empty-handed for the wedding photos to come. Somebody stole the damn bouquet. Like the, um, I mean, uh, what do they do with it? But what is anybody going to do with it? You can't show it to anybody because everybody will know you stole it. Well, can't die. sell it as, oh, what, like dry no, the roses. The dress still captivates Diana, Princess of Wales, in her now iconic wedding dress, complete with a stunning 25-foot rain. Now, to be honest with you, that dress was appropriate for her because she was the little innocent virgin and it had all the little puffs on it. But the dress I didn't fall in love with, Diana's dress. It was real puffy. It was kind of puffy and... I don't know, whatever. Princess Diana and Prince Charles in full naval dress commander uniform. Uh, that he wore his navy uniform and that was in july 29th of 1981. wow, wow 20 years more oh my god i can't sarah ferguson dressed in an ivory silk wedding gown and prince andrew in his uh, ceremonial attire of his navy lieutenant in 1986. she was like a cheerleader too she didn't have a lot of style and class and fabulousness yet even though she's lovely, I'm sure. Yeah. Prince Charles and Camilla Balls got married in 2005. I mean, why don't they just put a, you know, one of those potato sacks. <laughs> uh, Prince Harry and Prince William, uh, their father's wedding. And I remember how they dressed. They looked so pretty and they were sitting there. And that was just like, I can't believe they've got to watch him marry Camilla. Yeah. I can't. And then uh, Kate's wedding, her dress was gorgeous. I thought hers was the best of all. And her sister's dress was the best of all. Those were showstoppers. They were really, those were showstoppers. She, I wonder who wore, oh, then, oh and then it says her sister Pippa, Pippa Middleton wore the nine foot skirt and it didn't come close to, yeah. She, uh, I wonder who made that dress Alexander for her. McQueen. Made which one? Oh, well, the bride was Alexander Oh, for, for Pippa? Yeah. Well, Pippa, uh, well, yeah, and the bridesmaid was probably Alexander McQueen. Alexander. Oh my God, those are the prettiest dresses I, I think I've ever seen. Oh my God, now apparently uh, Markle's dress is going to be $26 million. How can no, it possibly no, it's, be? It's not right, it's 250000 Oh, 250 the wedding's going to cost $26 yeah, million, and the dress is 250000 I still think that's a lot of money yeah. for a dress. I mean, I guess they're going to put it in a museum or an archive or something. It it's be. by a London... Yeah. Uh, you know, house, but I just think that's so much money for a dress. I mean, what could you, uh, the London, there's a London house over there. Yeah. They were kind of keeping it quiet well, until the big reveal. But anyway, I just thought, and now listen how the queen and the British uh, family have their money. Their estimated fortune of the queen and the 
uh, and her husband, Prince, is 360 million euros or 470 US million dollars. Wow. That's not a lot by today's standards. And uh, there are 320 British people that are richer. Now, I don't know if that, I'm sure that does include all their paintings. I don't know though. I don't know how it could because they've got artwork that's worth 20, yeah. 30, 40, 50, 80 million dollars. They've got, couldn't include that. All the jewels. So that may be just what their value is excluding their assets, which really don't belong to them. They belong to the royal, you know, the royal family forever. Uh, anyway, uh, so that they don't have as much income as I thought. The husband only gets 488000 a year to make all those appearances, but I guess he retired. Maybe he's not getting that anymore. I don't know. We've got comments and That's questions coming in. Okay. Uh, first of all, Taylor says hello from 29 Palms, California. Um, and William Hughes says, Leah, you look stunning today. He's watching you from Atlantic City in New Jersey. It says he loves watching uh, you. You're the best. You know, something I have to agree with you. I just look fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret Skyloft says uh, she loves Ross as well. She thinks he's wonderful. Um, and uh, they're all wishing you luck with the phone call. Oh, I got to make that phone call happen. Call me back. Call me back. He's going into a meeting Sarah right now. Sarah Gaynor says both of the dresses are beautiful. And uh, do you think the marriage will last? She thinks not. Oh, no, I think the marriage will last. I think that I think they're really in love with each other. And William Hughes says, do you still have your house on Star Island? I do. I do. So Megan and the father, there's a big controversy. Apparently, he, he was doing some paparazzi shoots, yes. got reprimanded for it. She sends him a text and says she forgives him, she understands him, and she doesn't care. Then he wasn't going to come to the wedding, and then now they're saying he had a heart attack, so they're not, that he's not coming. And then he said he was well enough to come, and then so the question is, if he doesn't come, who's going to walk her down the aisle? Because we know that trashy brother of hers is out making a fool of himself, well, so I don't know. He apparently is having the surgery. The father? Yeah, yeah. and he... They, they're still saying it's up in the air. He was so sitting with like to come. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be kind of an awkward moment for her because who is going to walk her down the aisle? I mean, I would never let that trashy brother of mine go anywhere near the church. I, her mother could walk her down the aisle, but, you know, that's going to stir up a shitload. You're not miss, you're missing the point. The mother's black. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
that's there is a huge uproar about the royalty marrying black it's been everywhere she's had death threats it's been the biggest controversy here ever so now the mother walking her down the aisle is just going to stir that up and be, be a reminder of it so that's why i'm saying it's very awkward for her and i feel really sorry for her i think the mother and father should be able to walk her down the aisle and who cares what anybody thinks but they're not taking it that way over there she's had death threats they had to put out a public statement they've been you know I can't believe he's marrying somebody that's half black. I mean, it's been a big deal. So that puts the mother in an awkward position. Yeah. And the father's now the heart attack. And the brother's a trashy piece of shit. So there they go. You see, that's the problem. No, see, and they're, and you know, that's not fair to her because everybody's got a crazy aunt in the basement. She's just got three or four. That's all. You know, no, baby. No, no, no. So that's the story. So I kind of really, really sorry for her now. And another, someone tweeted, Randy Haas on Twitter tweeted, I can't, I can't help but wonder if it crossed anyone's mind that perhaps Meghan Markle's dad, this is before all this recent came out, colluded with the paparazzi, with, colluding with the paparazzi was out of desperation. He had no plane ticket and I wonder if he, uh, I'm wondering and going to assume that he had nothing to wear. I actually feel sorry for him. Well, you know they're going to provide him a plane ticket and something to wear. But the point is, that's the whole conversation in the background about this poor yeah. girl's wedding day. And I think it's horrible. You know, oh, just God. horrible. Yeah. Just shut up. No. Are you going to watch it? It's 5 a.m. No, I'm, I won't get up at 5 a.m. I'll watch the highlights. 5 a.m. Sunday. No, I'm not watching it. I will not be watching it. Say hi, and then you're going to say bye shortly. Margot Kidder, Kidder from Superman Actress dies at age 69, and they never really said, why but that's a young age to die you remember her from superman margot kidder yeah mm -hmm. we liked her oh my god listen to this i'm going to give you one little thing of politics and i won't go on time magazine says the palestinian boys observe a protest along the gaza israel border on may 14th at least 55 palestinians were killed by israeli troops by nightfall according to the local health ministry additional 2700 people were injured the israeli army said that 35,000 residents of gaza massed at various points along the border many of them pushing to break through and in the uh, protest uh, it's called the march uh, of return and the protest of them moving the embassy to jerusalem now i don't care who did what by when they were snipers there were snipers and i just don't think that they should have sniped and they shot babies of eight month old died from the tear gas yeah. they shot children I'm sorry, there had to be another way. What about those guns where they used to sedate people? What about, there had to be another way other than killing that many people. It made me sick to my stomach. Anyway, that's what happened with Israel. You know, Trump, he's, wonder what the payoff is for him. He's getting something out of them moving that embassy. I don't know what it is. Yeah, It'll come out. His big North Korea thing is about to fall apart, too. That may fall apart, and uh, he's, he's just a and big clusterfuck. And everyone can say, we told you so, because Kim Jong-un's done this twice before. Yeah, if, when everybody knew that Kim, Kim Jong-un doesn't always keep his word, everybody but Trump knew that, and you never take a victory lap before the victory, and you should always put out your, yeah, write that one down, <laughs> and then you should also put, put um, under, you know, lower expectations. 
and then people are happy. Uh, you know, you don't just like put out what the best that's going to happen. You put your lower expectations down. So he was out bragging about a Nobel Peace Prize when nothing's <laughs> even happened yet and taking a victory lap and, and acting like, well, I wouldn't say that, but everyone else is. You know how he goes, everyone's saying, all the people are saying, all right, they're all saying. The big Senate released a bunch of uh, testimony today from Donald Trump Jr. and it's just filled oh. with laughable. Yeah. If not, it doesn't even pass the laugh test. One of the questions was, did, was your father, uh, did you ever hear your father talk about how unhappy he was about the Mueller investigation? He goes, no. <laughs> he talks about it all day, every day. I mean, I could go on. A caged tiger in Florida high school prom caused an uproar. Can you believe this? What is this? I don't understand. Yeah, after the horse in the nightclub, someone takes a caged tiger to a high school prom. It only in Florida. Only in Florida. A Picasso worth $70 million was damaged before the Christie's auction. This is it right here. This is worth $70 million. I would rather just frame this and save my money. I agree. I would even frame it. How could you tell it was damaged? I would have a little tiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the damage was in. But I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it had a little neck. And you know, Steve Wynn had that happen to him once before, uh, where he damaged a big, huge $81 million piece of thing. A lot. Oh, my God. Coming in, uh, California homes are going to be mandated to have solar panels in year 2020. This is what I love about California. They're so progressive. Speaking of that painting, Rockefeller auctioned an $85 million Picasso at Christie's this recently. And guess what? That Picasso was hanging in his stairwell. When you have that much money that you can have an $85 million painting hanging in your stairwell... Why is everyone selling art? You know, it's kind of worry. Steve Wynn's selling his art and Rockefellers are selling their art. I mean, is there something coming in the economy that we don't know about? Is the Holocaust, I mean, is the end coming? Who, there's something going on with that. Yeah. And then, uh, this is, well, let's see. Do we all go with that later? Oh, cities where Americans get the drunkest. I cannot believe that Miami <laughs> is not Miami. on this list. Uh, New Orleans has to be. Number 10, La Crosse, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Wausau, Wisconsin, number nine. Number eight, Grand Forks, Minnesota. Number seven, Montana, no, Missoula, Montana. Number six, Oshkosh, Neha, Wisconsin. No wonder they named these towns like this. They were drunk when they <laughs> named them. They were drunk when they wrote them down. Are you kidding me? These are the names. Wausau, you know, Missoula, Oshkosh. I mean, really? Number five, Fargo, North Dakota, Fargo, Minnesota, Madison, Wisconsin, number four, Appleton, Wisconsin. No wonder they elected that idiot up there. What's his name, that governor? Oh, uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and Green Bay, Wisconsin, the cities, the top 10 cities of a drunks, uh, the drunks. No wonder they put that guy in office up there. I can't think of his name right now, but he's like, I cannot stand him. And they're drunk in Wisconsin. What's going on in Wisconsin? They got so drunk, they couldn't even name the names of the cities right. 
No Alaskans are usually the top runner. <laughs> well, I'm shocked Miami didn't make the list of Vegas. Uh, TMZ is reporting that uh, marijuana is the next big health trend. Apparently, if you get mar raw marijuana, it doesn't have any hallucinogenics in it. And you can make yourself a green smoothie. And apparently in California, see why I love California? They're so progressive. <laughs> So they're, they're putting, um, it has calcium, iron, vitamin K, fiber, antioxidants. It's a superfood. And it has cannabinoids in it, something we're going to have soon in our product. And uh, it, it has, uh, it's good for your uh, pain and inflammation and nausea, and it prevents health issues. Oh, my God. So, I mean, this is going to be the new way, raw marijuana. Uh, health drinks, smoothies. Can you imagine they're gonna be lined up in Venice Beach drinking that smoothie, smoking a joint? <laughs> They'll be having their smoothies with their joints. Oh, save that. Oh, we're out of time. I say yes. Yeah. Just THC, please. Yeah, they've taken the THC out. Uh, don't forget to go to radio uh, to uh, on demand at Radio Andy and what? PBS. My PBS. Where? Uh, the movie. Oh, I forgot about the movie. Last night, guess where we went? Oh, it's on tonight on PBS. But guess where we went last night? We went to the premiere of a PBS movie called Political Animals. It's a documentary about the story over the last... Oh, he just wants down. 15 years. Okay. The last 15 years of... There was a movement in Miami where a group of activists got together and concluded that it cost $300 to, spay, to, to euthanize a dog, and there's hundreds of thousands of dogs on the street, and for $30 to $50 that they could actually go in local areas and they could, give the, they could neuter and spay them. And it was all on board and everybody was great, and they agreed to raise $18 a year for homeowners, $18 a year, that's $1.50 a month for, for the homeowners in Miami agreed and voted 64% that they wanted to do this. And that stupid commission and that stupid mayor, Carlos, got involved in the action and shut it down. Yep. So this guy made this incredible movie about it last night. He's got several Emmys, what's his name? I forget his name off the top of my head. What is it? I forget. Anyway, it's called Political Animals. It's going to be tonight on PBS at 8 o'clock. Is that what time it's going yeah, to be on? Yeah, it'll be on Nationwide uh, on PBS. And, it, uh, it was so good. And, oh, my God, we ran into our favorite, our favorite local superstar, uh, Richard, El Richard, Richard J. J. Alexander. Alexander. Oh, he says Al Richard Alexander. Richard J. Alexander, who's a producer of so much fabulous Broadway music. And he was a, did you know he was telling us he danced in, um, in Saturday he Night Live? He was a dancer. Yeah, Saturday Night Fever. And then he also produces uh, Streisand's albums. He's just incredible. We ran into him. We ran into Dave Lawrence from the from the Herald. We ran into Donna Shalala. We ran into Philip Levine was there. It was quite a sterling event. But the highlight of the film really was my part, don't you think? Absolutely. I did get an applause you when it came on. <laughs>
knowing what I know now, yeah. I would have gone off. I, I mean, I'm glad I didn't know everything. I said enough, probably. I don't think anybody knows, like just in Miami yeah. County, that they're euthanizing 20,000 dogs a year. That's 60 it's a day. It's ridiculous. Healthy animals it's terrible. are being euthanized. I can't. And the guy was telling the story about he insisted, the one of the, the main activists, in going in to watch one of the, them be euthanized oh, yes. just so he would get it. And he goes, the worst part is the little dog, the dog runs up thinking he's going to take him home and they put him down and and they it's so much cheaper to spade and neuter and it solves the problem permanently and that carlos jimenez that mayor really him and the commission shut it down and the veterinarian, and the veterinarian association and it's all about money for them yeah. and then they turned it around and tried to accuse it being about money for everyone else and everyone else was completely volunteer altruistic cause and it was just so so good and so enlightening and it was sad in parts but you know what we have to make that happen in miami and then the whole idea was that would be the model for the rest of the cities in the world and it was just such a great film and i just it was so disappointing how how they didn't they just didn't implement what the people wanted and that was what my point in the movie was talking about is how 64% of the people vote for something and the political yeah. people decide they'll decide what we want. Yeah. That is just infuriating to me. Just infuriating me. Like, who are you? The judge, the jury, and the, I can't. Ah! My quote, my quote of the week. If you feel an urge, go for it. The worst that can happen is it works out a different way. And that's true. What's the worst that can happen? What did I tell you to write down that quote I told you to write down? You didn't write it down. I just sat right here and said, write that one down. And I knew you weren't going to do it. This is the third time you've done this, Jason. When I've been in talk and I say, write that one down. He's never done it yet. Not well, once. I guess you can always go back and listen to But you won't write it down. You got to write it down. Okay. So anyway, we got to get my quote down. What was it I said, James? I can't remember. Don't take a victory lap before the victory. Write it down. We're going to put it in my quotes. Because I've got my quotes going. You know, I should put out a table, a coffee table book of quotes. I have so many fabulous ones, don't I? My favorite being don't deal with stupid. <laughs> okay, we had fun. Did we all have fun? Okay, did everybody have fun? Next week we'll be here Wednesday. James won't be here. He's going to be somewhere doing something else. And we might have a real big surprise in a couple weeks. What's that? Oh, gosh. Oh, James wants to go film something really funny in two weeks. We'll decide about that. <laughs> we might have a special season. Go to now. my Instagram and check out my Instagram. Yeah, the season finale. Check out my Instagram and see some of the things I post from the house, and you might get a, you might get a um, hint. Yes. Leave Black Miami on Instagram. Don't forget to watch PBS tonight, and please share that. Put the, go, go on your social media and tell people to go to PBS tonight at 8 o'clock and watch Political Animals. It's so good. You're going to love it, and you're going to thank us for it. All right, guys, I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.